What is your exit strategy in business? Where are you growing from here? And what does your future look like in five or 10 years time? Welcome back to another episode of She's Taking Over the Podcast. I'm super excited to record this episode for you guys. This is how to launch a product, how to create a real product that is not yourself. I always say when you run an online business, especially if you are a coach, you are your product. People buy into your identity and your personal brand, and that allows you to create a a level of freedom or a business essentially based off your skill set and the service that you provide and the ability at which you can scale that service. Now, Two very well-known people in our industry in the health and wellness world, Chris Williamson and James Smith, have just released Newtonic. It is a uh, nootropic drink essentially to help boost performance and I've been watching closely. I watched the YouTube documentary on how they did this and I absolutely loved it. So I thought I wanted to talk to you guys today about how you could use some of these principles in your own business, obviously. Um, start working towards creating your own exit strategy in business. So many coaches and, and online creators are feeling the pressure from being that content factory that you have to be. When you have an online business and you sell a service that is based off your own personal brand, delivering a result that you've done one-on-one and then obviously making it scalable, you have the ability to reach more people and create revenue. That revenue and that profit can be reinvested to really set you up for the rest of your life. Now, I am so passionate about product development and product creation, not just in the tech world, but in the in the FMCG world, in the in the uh, RTD world, ready to drink or fast moving consumer goods. My background is actually in pharmaceuticals. I worked for an Australian based pharmaceutical company. They sent me to the United States and we were the first people or first company in Australia to do a, or create an apple cider vinegar capsule that contained the mother. And then we did a range of beauty foods on the back end of that trip to the States and Ayurvedic uh, plant medicine as well. Essentially, we listed that and, and created a supplement range that really appealed to a market based on um, the, the current trends in the industry, key ingredients, and of course, delivering a result or, or providing a result based on whatever that that product claimed to do. So I wanted to talk about what Chris and James have done because I work with so many coaches in this space and I always ask people, what's your exit strategy? Now, if you haven't made your first seven figures in business yet, sometimes or most of the time, your focus is just to make money and get to your first seven figures. But what does that look like? What does your business grow into once you've hit that? Are you just planning to have this really lucrative business that makes tens of millions of dollars while you sit at home and train or go tan or travel the world? That would be so nice, right? But essentially, that's the one business idea, that one core offering. And we need to realize as personal brands and as individuals that we are aging commodities. And it's true. There's always going to be new players in the space, new platforms to learn and new people who come and essentially become our competition to a market that is younger than you. So how can we use our time in business and leverage our personal brand and our customer base to grow into a sellable asset? How can we create an exit strategy in business and look at what Chris and James have just done and take a learning from that? Now, if I have to look at what they've done and explain it in simple terms, they've launched a product called Newtonic. And I watched the YouTube uh, documentary on how they launched it. And I really enjoyed it. It was short and sharp and to the point. But really, these are two individuals who found a problem that they were solving within their own markets. And they built the success of their personal brands 
in this space, which would have given them capital that they have now used to reinvest into a brand that is not based on their um, identity. Obviously, they are leveraging the success that they've had to the market that they've got to launch Newtonic, but it's only a matter of time before that product takes off in the market that they are talking to and it can grow with groundswell as uh, people recommend it, drink it, take it to the office, other people see it and discover it. And then of course, they build a business that is not dependent on their identity, their ability to create content. And this is a business journey that I talk to a lot of my clients about in asking what is your exit strategy? How do you plan to make money in 10 years time? Where do you want to grow and how do you want to take the business? And a lot of people can't think that far ahead. A lot of people don't answer those questions. But if you have a problem that you are solving and you are solving the res- and, and selling a result, the way in which you can do that can change. Now, for example, um, with this product, Newtonic, they have the tagline, fuel your focus. Now, if you are a trainer, face-to-face trainer, passionate about nutrition, health, and well-being to improve the cognitive performance and create cognitive athletes out of everybody so that they could fuel their, their focus in life, you can essentially achieve this with health, uh, nutrition, training mindset and start validating the problem that you are solving right now. And that's how you know that you've got product market fit. So you could have a business right now where you know you've got product market fit. You're generating um, hundreds of thousands of dollars a year in revenue. You've hit your seven figures and you are scaling your coaching service. And then it becomes about, comes how can I build upon this so that I could reach a million people? What is the impact that you really want to have? It doesn't have to be a million. It could be 10 million. It could be 10,000. And what do you need to build or create in order to do this? But what they've done is they've leveraged their businesses separately. They have their personal brands. They know their market really well, and they've taken the revenue or the profit that they've made and, and the money that they've essentially earned over the success of their careers so far to then invest into a new product Uh, a physical product that can be circulated, shared, sold, distributed at mass, of course, to a market that is no longer dependent on their personal image. Now, how do you do that? How do you launch a product? Where do you start? Well, first, you need to know your market. Now, they've spent a lot of time in their market. They've got product market fit. They both are very successful in their own right. And they're very aware of the problem. They did interview people, though. If you watch this documentary, they talk about how they did do market research to identify the problem that these people have who really want to push the most out of their cognitive performance in every single day. And then they've created the solution. They've done research on that, these products, these uh, ingredients in the product, the science to support the product that they have created and the blends that they have created. And then, of course, created the product Newtonic. And they talk about the steps that they took to do this, the people that they worked with, the taste testing, the back and forth and deliberating color palettes and packaging. And then they've essentially launched. And it's the way in which they've launched that I wanted to talk about because you can see how they have leveraged their personal brands and leveraged their community to create a new a new brand, a new business. They teased us with something coming. And then, of course, they have attacked content marketing. It was obvious that it was something mindset related and something very different to what they currently do. But the storytelling 
and the explanation that they've given around why they are where they are to create the product that they've created, the passion and the vision is what people will buy into who may not necessarily be a consumer of both of their current offerings. So in uh, listening to Chris's podcast and, and obviously being very aware of James in this space, this is an example of how they can now reach a different market by investing in proximity and talking to the founder. Somebody like James would have a lot of coaches following him because they're interested in what he's doing and how he's killing it, but none of these coaches are going to necessarily sign up to James Smith Academy. So he's got his market tapped out and, and very carefully carved out, I should say. But he's also got a huge audience of coaches who aspire to be like him that he can monetize. And he's doing that now by tapping into this this founder market so you can fill your focus and elevate your performance by creating the new tonic drink, which is actually so genius. And by being relatable, you know, these two talk about how they want to make the most out of every day. I mean, who doesn't? They have an audience of driven, hardworking individuals, those high-performing people who really want to maximize productivity that their uh, potential current offering, whether it's a weight loss challenge, whatever that may be, doesn't necessarily align with. However, they've they've really built their personal brands over a period of time in business now, not just as personal coaches or trainers. And it's a really great time essentially for this evolution to occur where you see them invest in a product for their people. So they have created a product knowing that this is going to be a home run essentially for the high-performing individuals, the founders and the hustlers that are working hard to achieve growth and aspire to have what they have. There is always a level of aspiration. This category is extremely aspirational. People work with coaches they want to they want to look like, but people want what James and Chris have by so many degrees in terms of their success. So they then want to create uh, a pathway to do so. And if they believe that it's cognitive performance, then this product is essentially going to be a home run. And the storytelling, the launch campaign around it, the way that they've teased the product offering or, or something's coming, talked about it together and then created and documented the journey in which they uh, took to get here is essentially how you launch a product online, how you market anything. And it's just gotten me thinking around the amount or about the amount of coaches that I work with that don't have vision. A lot of coaches are creative and very enthusiastic around continuously reinventing the wheel about creating fat loss campaigns, build campaigns, a build and a shred product, a lifestyle and a performance product. They always want to create multiple offerings. They're so keen to create something new instead of strengthening the association that they have with what they do to really build that brand and repetition over a long period of time. This is the first product that James has ever sold on his Instagram that is not um, James Smith Academy and what he does. And it makes me curious because I'd love to know if you audited your own social media, how much are you selling right now? And I don't mean how often are you selling. I mean, how many things do you sell? Building a brand as big as James and Chris, let's just use some reference that we all know and understand, takes time. And it's like building a muscle, repetition, frequency, specificity. The more that you say, the more that you sell, the essential uh, essentially, the more you are training different muscle groups, you're not really focusing on any one particular thing at any one particular group in time. And in order to really captivate and capture market share, we want to be known 
for what we do. When you say one thing, people want to associate you with the result that it is that you sell. And so the more that you sell at the, at the start, the less, uh, essentially, the less stri- the 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 less um, your brand is really identifiable for the one thing that it is that you wish to leverage to allow you to tap into new markets. So, when it comes to launching an online product, it's something that I really feel everybody should aspire to do. Whether it's an e-commerce product, direct to consumer, whether it's in food, fashion, apparel, or if it's in tech. But in order to do so, you need to be able to fund it first and foremost. And it costs money. Growth costs money. Money costs money. So right now, your primary focus should be strengthening your association, being the absolute best at it, doing the one thing so freaking well that it is undeniable that you are the expert, you are the master of your craft, so that you can then essentially teach others how to master their craft. And that is exactly what has happened here. James and Chris have achieved such an amazing result, grown such an amazing business from mastering their craft in the one market that they can now teach others how to master their craft. And they're essentially doing that by creating Newtonic, a product that allows you to fuel your focus. So when you first see them as a coach, people have been working with them, buying their books or or James specifically. And now obviously a lot of people see James as a businessman and people who uh, want to excelling business are going to relate and resonate with him and and be the early adopters of this new tonic drink and it only takes the early adopters to get the can in the hand brand in the hand to then go drink it at work share it with their friends circulate the product have it in their fridges give it out to their people and that is how uh, you get groundswell and growth over new product development or new product growth essentially so I found this super interesting because where are you growing? How are you going to exit your business? People are complaining about social media enough as it is and that what they're really doing is pigeonholing themselves into a brand or an offering that is so heavily dependent on them always showing up and always looking the same way. And James and Chris are the most current example of this that I can think of, but who else has done it really well? Lauren Simpson, the creation of Rare, her activewear brand. Now, here is an example of another fitness mogul, one of Australia's biggest gurus in health and wellness, who everybody aspires to be like. Every girl would have started weight training in Australia knowing who Lauren Simpson was. And she dominated the market for such a long period of time as a health and fitness coach. And as her brand evolved over the years as an educator and her partnerships and sponsorships faded away with the activewear companies that she was working with, she had enough market insight and enough market influence to then go and create Rare Collective, which is now been in business for over a year and flying off the shelves and doing so well with her market. Again, the creation of a brand that is community-led and market-led and doesn't rely on her identity. Of course, we all know Crop Shop Boutique, Rachel Dillon, she's done the same thing. She's elevated from bodybuilder into online coach. She's built her tech that allows her to scale and, and coach hundreds and thousands of women around the world with her methods. And then of course, leveraging her relationship with this audience, leveraging her own community group and clients to create a market-led brand, a consumer-centric brand, which is Crop Shop Boutique. So for all of the aspiring trainers who want what they have, for all of the people that say they want to look like, be like, have what um, Chris, James, Mark, Lauren, Rachel have done, look at what they've actually done because they've done the one thing so freaking well for such a long period of time 
that they've been able to leverage their audience and reinvest with the profit that they've made in business to create a product that will allow them to grow far beyond their social media profiles in decades to come. And that is essentially the exit strategy. You want to create an, a sellable asset. You want to be able to diversify your product offering when you are your business and you are the leader. You can tap into more markets. You can elevate vertically and, of course, horizontally by going up the chain. So, for example, if your girls are wearing activewear, you create activewear. If your girls are taking supplements, you could create supplements or, or a drink. Or, or on the flip side, of course, if your girls are using different or your clients, I shouldn't just say girls, sorry. If your clients are using um, different apps, to achieve their best result? How can you amalgamate these apps or to take the best features of all of them into something that you could build yourself? So when stressing about social media and obsessing over where to grow, come back to your vision. It's that Netflix analogy I always say, if your mission is to deliver great content to the world, if your mission is to set people free like mine is from uh, the everyday nine to five to create freedom of choice, what is it that these people need in order to really be able to achieve that? And what you are delivering right now when you are selling direct to a consumer is essentially stage one in business. You are at the first step on the board of the game of business. And as you grow, you can elevate to to sell to the creators, the suppliers, the manufacturers, or of course, into adjacent markets. And that is done when you can leverage the success of your first business. And it only happens when you really know where you're going and you've strongly identified product market fit to reap the most reward from that one niche of people. And that happens when you just stay focused on the one thing. So if you have got multiple product offerings, because right now you think that you can grow to a seven or multi-seven figure business with multiple product offerings, my advice is to you stop doing that because you could be cannibalizing your own sales by diversifying your product offering at a time where you should be narrowing your niche, killing it, getting the absolute best results with that niche to then continue to solve the problem in that niche and creating other products to do so that allow you to scale far beyond your own time and resources essentially. So feeling inspired by the greats in this space, I encourage you to think about what it is that you might want to create one day, what product it is, whether it's a platform or a physical product to get your brand in the hand and to reach more people so that you could actually work with thousands, if not millions of people around the world. So as always, short and sharp for me, but thank you so much for tuning in. I would love to hear from you if you've got a big idea and you want to think about how you could map that out get in touch, send me a DM, you know where to find me. Thank you for tuning in.